This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about why your wife is not down to have a quickie anymore. And if you have been following me, as I hope you have, you will understand that women require foreplay to get turned on. But, you know, you may also think that she used to be, you know, ready to go all the time. And why isn't she anymore? It must be because she hates you or something. No, no, it is not. And we will discuss, I mean, she may hate you. I don't know, but <laughs> but that's not going to be the primary reason. Um, and we will get to that just as soon as I tell you to subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was on how often you should talk um, because you actually do have to talk, not just have sex. So, you know, you you will not know how often people have close and connected conversations if you're not the sort of person that is into talking emotionally. So that's why I try to help you with that, particularly if you are a guy whose wife has said, we don't talk, we never talk, why don't we talk, we have talk, we talk. <laughs> so that'll help you to understand what that means and why she keeps saying it, despite you talking to her quite frequently about logistical management of the home and the finances and the budgets and whatever else. All right, so why is your wife not down for a quickie? Now, I'm going to assume your wife is somewhere between 35 and 55. Um, if not, whatever. I don't know why you're listening. <laughs> if you if you need to listen to me, I mean, after 55, yes. But before 35, I mean, maybe you had children young. So either way, uh, most people that listen to me have wives who have had children already, and they are really out of the honeymoon stage and squarely into the disillusionment phase, as I described in my one of my previous podcasts about the honeymoon stage, post-honeymoon stage. What does that look like for happy couples? That one t- walks you through the stages. But anyway, she you, it used to be that you could just roll over and immediately penetrate her and no longer does she do that why many guys assume that it's because they just don't go to the gym enough no it has nothing to do with you nothing nothing to do with you you could be like so like romantic and loving and wonderful and she's still not gonna be able to do that shit as she gets older why because she does not respond the way that she used to do you remember when you were in middle school you would get an erection just out of nowhere that's how women are too Like, they don't talk about it, especially if they're not, you know, like, really into talking about sex. But women that are young women in their 20s are going to get wet and easily penetrated. Just, you know, like, looking at Luke Perry on 90210 or what have you. (laughs) I'm dating myself with that reference. But the, the point is, like, that doesn't happen anymore. And it doesn't happen at all. And so when she's ovulating, so this takes us back to some other podcasts that y'all should already have listened to, like what does arousal look like in women and oral sex on women and the importance of foreplay and does your wife even enjoy sex and like all of those. So a lot of guys assume, as I've discussed many times, that if the inside of the woman's vagina is not dry, like dry, like literally like a hand, then she's turned on. Not like a sweaty hand, like the other side of your hand, the back of your hand. <laughs> but that's not true. Like there, like there are like obvious 
changes in how wet the woman gets over the course of the menstrual cycle and over the course of the arousal arc. So when she's ovulating, some women that use the rhythm method and or are trying to get pregnant, um, like uh, measure, you know, that's, why can't I talk? The day of ovulation, they're trying to figure out the day of ovulation such that they can get pregnant, that they're more likely to get pregnant. They learn that the vaginal uh, secretions on the day of ovulation and leading up to ovulation progressively get more slippery and, and like egg white. And you can feel this. This is one of the ways that people can tell they're ovulating is the, the mucus in the vagina gets different, right? It gets more slippery so that the sperm can go up, uh, you know, and swim to the egg more easily in a more liquid kind of environment, right? So that's going to happen when she ovulates. So if you think that she just gets really turned on when she ovulates, she does get more turned on, but it's also literally the secretions are different when she ovulates because remember the entire point of why anything happens ever with people is to procreate, like evolutionarily at least that is the reason. So Yes, she gets wetter when she's ovulating. She also gets more easily turned on when she's ovulating because, you know, the wet is nothing if she doesn't want to have sex because then she can't get pregnant. The point is pregnancy, evolutionarily again. So you got to understand that other times of the month, it's not like she's like dry. She's like a human being. It's a mucous membrane, but she's not as wet. Can you get her as wet at other times of the month? Unless she is up to perimenopause, which starts again in the 40s, then yeah, you are, but it needs a lot of foreplay for her to get really wet. If you just try to put your penis in, it hurts. It hurts even though the inside of her feels to your, you know, casual, untrained feel, quote, wet. It feels wet, but she could get a lot more wet is the point most of the time, right? Unless, you know, I don't even know what, unless you were already doing a lot of foreplay. But there's not a lot of women that are just going to look at you at all and get wet. But if they're, if they do exist, those women are in their 20s, as I said, and you're like a new guy and they are, you know, really into you. It's honeymoon stage or you're like a brand new guy and they look at you and they do get wet. They do get turned on, but that does not happen anymore. Just like usually, just when you look at your wife, you don't get hard. Some of y'all do. You're on the younger end of my listeners and some of you don't. And it doesn't mean that you're not attracted to her. You know, but just like watching her like do the laundry or whatever, like isn't going to turn you on the way when you were 25, watching her like do anything turned you on. Physiologically, you got turned on. So the point is, is that she can't, you can't just roll over and stick your dick into your wife because it's going to hurt and it's going to hurt because she's not wet. And it's also going to hurt because another aspect of arousal is when blood flows into the vagina and it plumps up the labia and it makes it like a, a welcoming environment so that you don't bruise her and hurt her. Everything there gets more filled with blood. It's like an erection, you know, but, you know, a woman version. And her clitoris is filled with blood and her labia are filled with blood and everything's filled with blood like how, you know, your penis is filled with blood when you have an erection. And so that also, that plumpness combined with the wetness is what allows her to not hurt when you have sex with her. So if you think that this is something related to that your wife is just not fun and spontaneous. It's like, you know, for a woman, if you are just penetrated when you're not wet and you're not plumped up, you're not excited at all, it hurts 
it hurts and the older you get the more it hurts because the more of that you need to get into it and the less it gets so like your 55 year old erection is not going to feel like your 25 year old erection even if you try to convince yourself that it does it's just not the same erectile quality as they say in the research so it's not as hard and so she doesn't at a certain age certainly postmenopause and usually starting in perimenopause she just doesn't get as wet she doesn't get as turned on as she used to when she was much younger so then the same kind of pounding that you could have done when you were younger and she was younger that hurts now it hurts like hell and so she doesn't want you to do it and when she's alone with her own therapist and of course I am the therapist in those situations frequently she says that it hurts and you're shoving yourself into her she thinks that you're an asshole because she doesn't understand how little you know about female biology which is what I'm trying to remedy with this podcast because I got a lot of smart guys that I work with that know nothing about the female body they assume that the woman is not down to just have uh, the sex that she used to have the uh, up against the wall kind of you know uh, spontaneous sex because she's not turned on by them they're not enough of an alpha they didn't go to the gym as much as they should have they didn't act in an assertive dominant way they didn't run dread game or what have you and it's they don't understand it's not about them it's about her and her body there's no woman well there are there there are some women that don't want to have sex either you know that are sex negative and repressed but if you had previously a wife that was really down to have sex whenever wherever it was a lot of fun and whatever and now all of a sudden from your perspective really it was over the past 10 15 years she no longer wants to do this it's because her body changed she wants to be able to look at a hot guy and get wet and turned on right away that's a fun thing just like it is to be able to have like you know three erections within you know two hours as a dude that's fun. It's fun to be young and to have your body work at its max capacity for procreation, but you don't think of it as procreation just for fun. But that is what it's for. It's f- so that the young people who have the highest, uh, you know, ability to get pregnant and pass on the, you know, their, their, uh, what's the word? It's not zygote. <laughs> their chromosomes. Um, you know, that they can do so because they can have all the sex they want. It's lots of fun and it's very gratifying for them. So they have more sex and then our species, you know, grows and grows, right? So the point here is women want to be able to do that. Women miss their ability to be able to be turned on by at the drop of a hat. So if so many guys would be like, a woman would be a real asshole if she was like, well, why are you so soft now? Why is your erection so much different now? It used to be a lot different 20 years ago, I'll tell you that. What happened? But that is exactly what you are unintentionally doing when you complain about your wife not being able to do a quickie. She thinks you know, because women don't know about what men know, just like men don't know about what women don't know, whatever, and why I do these podcasts. The woman thinks, It's so obvious that I'm not wet. It's so obvious I'm not turned on. It's obvious he's hurting me. You know, why is he doing this? He's just such an asshole, right? But you don't know that. You think she is kind of wet and you kind of don't necessarily remember like minute to minute what it was like before. Seems all right. Certainly not dry. And, you know, she doesn't really make that much noise at the best of times. So she's not saying ow or anything. So like the guy doesn't know it hurts. She thinks he knows, but somehow he's doing it anyway. 
you know, and so you see how that would go. Then she thinks you're truly a tremendous sadist, an asshole, which a lot of women do. And then the man is like, but why don't you say it hurts or something? And she's like, well, I thought that it's obvious if I'm not making any noise. And he's like, you don't ever fucking make any noise. Like you haven't made any noise since like the 90s. But they don't, they're like, you know, they're, they're missing each other. They're not understanding each other because nobody communicates. So what should you get out of this podcast and from all my podcasts is you should talk about it. You should say, how has your body changed, you know, in the past 10 years in terms of sex? Why is it that you don't, that you can't have quickies anymore? Does it hurt you? And then you should also lead with anything that makes you a sympathetic character. Like I've noticed that my erections really aren't what they used to be all the time. Remember, I used to be able to get hard, like, you know, five times in a weekend away, and now I can't. Now it's twice or once or whatever or three times. Uh, you know, don't use it as a bragging thing. <laughs> You're trying to do the opposite. You're trying to say, or you can just talk about your body in general. Like, man, remember when I used to be able to, you know, like do whatever, whatever I used to do athletically? Man, I'm not that person anymore. That sucks, you know? And then, like, is do you notice any changes in yourself? Because I've noticed, for example, that I don't, you know, get an erection as quick as I used to. Whatever it is. Women would, so many women would just die of joy <laughs> to hear their husband say anything that makes them seem like more of a part of the problem in bed. Because they are so used to being thought of as the problem. The low libido partner is the problem. Well, I'll tell you, like a lot of those low libido partners are just women who are aging, but they're combined with a man who is aging too. So like if they were with, you know, the man who's like 25 years old in his prime, super hot body, erection seven times in an hour or whatever, <laughs> then they would be a little more turned on to, you know, for real. And it's bi-directional. So a lot of guys are like, my wife doesn't do anything exciting in bed, but they don't do anything exciting in bed either. And the most, ex and they think that the doing excited, that the thing they're doing exciting is asking her, hey, do you think um, maybe one day um, when it's not, um, you know, like on the same night as our daughter's piano lesson um, that I could like use this sex toy on you? Um, and that's not exciting. So my point of this, as well as all of my work in general, is to say, use some empathy and get some kind of uh, humility about your own impact. So here it's saying that, are you really being as empathic and well-educated as you could be about the impact of aging on a woman's ability to become aroused? And are you coming in to remediate that um, change by an increased emphasis on massage, foreplay, uh, edging, whatever techniques you have to do to extend the encounter such that she is able to get wet? Or are you using lube? Are you touching her every time with lube if you're touching her manually? For some women, as I discuss in the Female Arousal podcast, the lube kind of gets in the way because guys think, oh, cool, I got like a shortcut. Now I got the lube so I can start touching her vagina like almost as soon as we get into the bedroom and really expedite this encounter. The point of the lube is in no way for exp expediting. So if your wife has any ability to still get wet naturally, then you should figure out how long that takes because it may be a hell of a lot longer than you think. And of course, some women can't. And if you bring out lube, they can't anymore because they're in peri or menopause. And if you bring out lube, they'll be very relieved, honestly, quite that, that you did something about what they thought was a problem that you both noticed, which as I'm saying, I know you may not even have noticed, but I'm telling you is there. So 
Point is, women do not get wet the same way as they used to. It's the same thing as your erection, quality of the wetness of the female arousal goes down in the same way as the quality of the male erection goes down. Also, she doesn't get as literally erect as she used to, like her clitoris, her labia. She doesn't get the same blood flow as she used to, same as you likely don't. There's no amount of like exercise or some shit that's going to like fix the fact that human beings and all creatures eventually die you know so like let's be reasonable sure there could be some impact some good impact of things like estrogen cream or or any other hormone replacement but as I talked about some women don't want to try that and some women are all right some women are just in their you know, 40s instead of in their 20s, but they don't have a partner that acts like that. And if there was an increase in foreplay and an increase in understanding about female anatomy and arousal, then the problem would be solved, you know? So try to go that route first before you talk about including any substances, hormones, or anything, or sex toys or anything. Learn about her body Learn about what makes her work. Learn about the impact of age and biology on anatomy and arousal. Because then she will truly see that you are trying to be a more attentive and empathic lover. And likely will feel a lot better about you if you are trying really hard to make her happy instead of just rolling over and penetrating her like you did when you guys were 25. Which just, as I've said, really hammered at home, doesn't work anymore. All right, I hope that this was at least one useful factoid for one person. Please join my Facebook group if you like hanging out with me in this parasocial relationship, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.